0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports, or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Igas, and welcome everybody to season three of Rookie Ball. I hope everyone had a good time while I was gone, and today we're going to be getting into my predictions for the NBA playoffs, so let's get it. so yes as i said welcome to season three of rookie ball we have so many fun things planned for this season we'll have more guests we didn't have as many in season two and we'll make sure to just include more sports the nhl playoffs are about to heat up as a key weekend for the wildcard race happens this weekend so maybe we'll get into that on tuesday but for today I want to dive deep in. I feel like we don't do as much analysis on games as we should. So the NBA playoffs are, I believe, less than a week away as there's only two games remaining in the season for every team. And so we'll be going through the play-in games, the 1-8, the 2-7, the 3-6, and the 4-5 in both conferences, predicting each series all the way until the NBA Finals. So yes, all of the seeding has not been completely clinched, but I'm going to go ahead and just make assumptions of which teams I think will get each seed. So we're going to start in the Eastern Conference where the Miami Heat have just clinched the number one seed, although the race for the second through fourth seed are completely open between the Bucks, Celtics, and 76ers. While the bottom of the conference, although it is weaker in terms of talent, is mostly clinched up. So starting with the play-in, all four teams have not clinched their seeding. The 7th seed can drop down to the 10th seed. The 10th seed can get up to the 7th seed. But I'm assuming it stays where it's at right now with the Cavs at 7, followed by the Nets, Hawks, and Hornets in that order. Those will be the four teams playing no matter what. So this could be really interesting because the first matchup would be the 7th seeded Cavaliers versus the 8th seeded Nets. Now, in terms of looking at the talent on each team, obviously the Nets are better. They have, in my opinion, the best player in the NBA right now in Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving is officially back and able to play in any game he wants. And so with that being said, although I do really love this Cavs team, I love Darius Garland, he's been putting up insane numbers as an All-Star, you can't deny that the Nets on paper are a better team. Although. The standings say that there's game separating making the Cavs better. We all are very fully aware that the Nets are a better team than the Cavaliers. And that's why I'm assuming that the Nets will go on to win this game and have the seventh seed. Now, determining who will play the Cavaliers to decide that last and final seed, we have the Atlanta Hawks at 9 and the Hornets at 10. I do believe that's how it's gonna stick. Now you have Two of the most exciting young stars in the NBA facing off in this game, with Trey Young on the Hawks and LaMelo Ball on the Hornets. Now, LaMelo Ball was a replacement all star this season, I believe. Trey Young might have been snubbed this year. I don't know. I believe he was an all star. But as I said, two of the biggest young stars in the NBA facing off in this game. LaMelo hasn't proved as much as Trey. Trey Young obviously led the Atlanta Hawks team to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, so a bit of a disappointing season. But the Hawks have been hot, and that matters a lot in the playoffs sometimes. It's it's not a stat that shows up or anything, but the team that is just in the news more the team that's playing better in their wins leading up to the games typically will come out and win. And the Hawks are a great team at home. They're 27-14 at home while they're 15-24 away. So if they stick on to this 9 seed and get to play the Hornets in Atlanta, I absolutely have the Hawks winning this game. They're more experienced in the playoffs and in these big moments. So I'm assuming Trey Young will show out. Although I'm not saying LaMelo will have a bad game. But I do think Trey will be able to stay a little more calm. But with that being said, they will go on to face the Cavaliers in Cleveland. And the only thing that's really stopping me from picking the Hawks instantly, because I do think that they are a better team than the Cavaliers, is the Cavs are really good at home. They're 24-16. and 16. I won't say really good, but they are better at home. While the Hawks, as I mentioned before, are 15-24 and 24 at away games, well under 500, And so I personally do believe that the Hawks could win this game with their talent. But in my opinion, the Cavs, you know, you can't go against. They are just a better home team, and this one will be played in Cleveland. So as much as I love Trey Young and think he could honestly upset any of the teams in the Eastern Conference, I do think the Cavs just kind of have an advantage here. And that's what it comes down to. It, You know, when people say, yeah, Cavs versus Nets— You know, the the nets are better on paper, but in moments like these, sometimes it really does matter that you get that home court advantage throughout the regular season. And Atlanta kind of runs to a roadblock here because the Cavs will be playing at home. So I do have the Cavs taking the number eight seed in the Eastern Conference. So instead of switching over to the Western Conference for the play-in, I'll just go ahead and play out my predictions for the entire Eastern Conference. So, according to my predictions, that will leave the Miami Heat at the number 1 seed playing the 8-seeded Cavs. I don't think this is a series at all, especially since the home court advantage will be with Miami. Miami is 6 games over 500 at home, 8 games over 500 away, so they're good anywhere they play. And the best part about it is they're going into the playoffs very hot. They're on a 5-game win streak that could turn out to be a 7-game win streak, or it could be a two game losing streak so we'll see how the season plays out but I'm assuming they'll be going in on a hot streak and you know what they could take this in four games and I think I will pick them to play it in four games they have everything you want in the team they have depth they have a great six-man Tyler Hero they have great defensive presence with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and of course Jimmy Butler as the leader you know no all-stars on this team but Players that know how to play the game efficiently and it can show because their record is 52 and 28, the top of the conference. So, yes, I think I have the Heat beating the Cavaliers in four games. Now, although I think they will be my finals pick, the Bucks right now sit at the two seat, but I do not think they will stand it there. I'm assuming they'll want Giannis to continue to play the minutes he's been playing and that might cost them a couple of wins so although I do think that the Bucks are my favorite in this conference I think the Celtics jump up to the number two seed but the Bucks will keep the three seed and that ends up working out for the Bucks because that means that the Celtics will have to play the Nets who I think is the most dangerous team of the non-home court advantage people in the first round the Nets as I said Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving when he's able to play But the Celtics are one of the hottest teams in the NBA. They started the second half of the season basically out of the playoff picture. And now they land themselves in the top three, top four seeds in the Eastern Conference and has the best record since the All-Star break out of all the teams in the NBA. So I did preach a lot about how teams that are hot typically do take the series in a situation like this. But this one needs some discussion because Kyrie is now able to play, and we know Kyrie can go off. Kevin Durant can go off. But the Celtics obviously have Jason Tatum, who has played as one of the best players in the NBA this season. Jalen Brown, who obviously deserves some nods as contributing to this team. And they have a lot more depth than the Brooklyn Nets team. Now, I think this will be a great series. This will probably be the best uh first round series in the NBA playoffs i do think it will go to 7 games at least 6 uh but i i do have the Celtics pulling this off i think the nets are a very dangerous team i think it could go either way but as i said the Celtics are hot i preach a lot about momentum going into the playoffs and they have a lot of momentum going into the playoffs they've had an amazing second half of the season and I'm assuming they'll take this in six to seven games. Moving on, we have the Bucks and Bulls. I won't analyze this one as much. Zach Levine most likely will play. DeMar DeRozan is still playing at a high level. But the Bulls have just fallen off. And they have a horrendous record against teams over 500 or the top teams in the NBA this season. Statistically, the Bulls are the worst team in the NBA against the top three teams in each conference. Even below the Magic, below the Kings, the Pistons, and yet they're a playoff team. And that is because they had uh, they had a pretty easy schedule in the first few weeks, I'm going to be honest, and that put them atop the Eastern Conference, but now they're all the way down to the sixth seed. So that obviously shows something. They're not going in hot. They have no momentum going to the playoffs, and they're going against a team that has pretty good momentum, and in my opinion, the best player in the NBA and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I think the Bucks pull this off in five games. I think the Bulls do win one just because DeRozan might have a game where he goes crazy or Levine might have one or Vucevic, one of the three. But I think Giannis is too much for this team to handle. Vucevic will not be able to guard uh, Giannis. And if he is, Drew or Chris Middleton will absolutely go off. And so I have the Bucks in five leading us to our final first-round matchup in the Eastern Conference between the 76ers and the Raptors. The Raptors are fun. Pascal Siakam is playing like his old self right now. Fred Van Fleet is playing like an all-star. And even though this team has been very fun to watch and is going in with a lot of momentum, this is where the momentum narrative unfortunately has to stop because you are facing two All-NBA players in James Harden and Joel Embiid. And they will beat the Raptors pretty handedly. Now, I do think this goes to five or six games. I'm going to predict five, uh, but it could possibly go to six games. I think the Raptors will definitely make it competitive. But the 76ers, this is definitely a moment where talent just overpowers the chemistry or the momentum because the 76ers do look like championship contenders this season. So moving on, according to my predictions, I do have the top four seeds, no upsets in the Eastern Conference. So that'll land me with the 76ers and Heat. Now, this one's hard because the Heat have the momentum. Uh, The 76ers, in my opinion, have the talent atop of the roster, but the Heat have so much more depth than the 76ers. Now, I think this will come down to two X factors on each team. On the Heat side, this series will come down to Tyler Hero. I don't believe that James Harden can guard Tyler Hero if they're on the court together. So the question is, do they guard Jimmy Butler with Matisse Diable, or do they guard Tyler Hero with Matisse Diable? Because if they decide to guard Jimmy with Matisse Diable, which is what I'm predicting they would do if they got into the series, that leaves Harden on Hero. And if Hero finds a way to keep playing like he has been all season, the Heat will win this series. Now, on the 76ers side, Tyrese Maxey. If you decide to guard him with Jimmy Butler then he will be stopped. But if you guard him with Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson, then you have a problem because then Tyrese Maxey will be able to go off. So it truly depends to me if Tyrese Maxey or Tyler Hero plays better in the series, whoever plays better in the series will win. Now, although Tyrese Maxey has been playing amazing as of late, he has not had the consistency that Tyler Hero has had And Tyrese Maxey doesn't have as much experience in the playoffs as Hero has as well. So, with that being said, I do like the Heat in this series, but I think it will be one of the most competitive series in the playoffs. This will absolutely go to seven games, but I think one of those games gets stolen for the Heat uh, where Tyler Hero just goes off and Tyrese Maxey doesn't have as much of a good game as he's had over the last couple weeks. I do think he will play well, though but I do have the Heat in seven. And then we have the Celtics and Bucks. Now, given I did give the Celtics a two seed, so they will have home court advantage in this. And yes, the Celtics have insane momentum. They're one of the hottest teams. And this will also be an amazing series. But I think I do have the Bucks. I said from the beginning that I like the Bucks. I think they'll make it back to the NBA Finals. Giannis is one of the most impressive players in the NBA, and in my opinion, the best. And yeah. And this is another moment where momentum does get stopped by an unmovable object in Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I don't think they'll place Jason Tatum or Robert Williams on Giannis. If they do, that'll be a questionable decision. I think they should put Tatum on there if they have the choice between those two. Uh, Because Williams is just a little too slow to keep up with Giannis. If they do guard Giannis with Tatum, I do think this goes to seven games. I think it goes to seven games either way. Uh, But the the semifinals of the Eastern Conference should be insane series. And I do have it landing with the Heat and Bucks after winning their series in seven. So I have the one versus the three seed. And this will be an amazing series. The only thing that's making me question it is there's really only... A handful maybe two to three players in the nba they have the possibility to slow down Giannis. now obviously you cannot stop him he will score at will but there's some players that can get a few possessions where they're able to stop him and i think one of those players is bam Adebayo, and the second player might be jimmy butler so as we saw a couple years ago the heat just match up so well against the bucks but the Bucks are adding a piece that they didn't have when they lost to the Heat that one year in Drew Holiday. And for me, Drew Holiday makes this a completely different series because now, because now you have Middleton who can guard Butler, you have Giannis who can guard Bam, and you have Drew who can guard Duncan and Tyler Hero. So for me, the Bucks now match up even better against the Heat than they did a couple years ago when they lost, I believe it was 4-0. I think it was a sweep and a big shock. Now, the Heat also match up well against the Bucks. Bam can guard Giannis, Butler can guard uh, Middleton. The only thing that questions is, I don't think Lowry or Hero or Duncan can guard Drew Holiday. Now, Drew Holiday has not always been the most offensive first player but I think he's going to have to be if they want to win this series. I think this is going to be a seven-game series. This is going to be amazing. One of the most hyped-up series if it does happen in the playoffs. But I do have the Bucs winning. I think even though they match up together very well, I think the Bucks have the X-Factor and Drew Holiday. And I do think that Giannis... Be able to stop Bam more than Bam can stop Giannis, and that's what it will truly come down to. Because if Jimmy Butler tries to help with Giannis on Bam, then Middleton will have an opportunity to find an open shot. So I think the Bucks just have a slightly bit more overpowering talent over the Heat. Although the Heat are a very popular team to make the championship, I do have the Bucks. So with the Bucks. Making it back to the finals, awaiting their opponent on the Western Conference side. Let's go ahead and predict it. So, starting off in the play-in games, those are officially locked in. It'll be the Timberwolves playing the Los Angeles Clippers at home. Now, Paul George is back, and that is big news for the Clippers. If Paul George wasn't playing, I clearly have the Timberwolves in this matchup, and the Timberwolves have been a better team this season. They've been very good at home to the Clippers, Have not been a very good away team sitting at 17 and 24 while the Timberwolves are 26 and 14 at home and Paul George has a lot of talent but I do think the Timberwolves can guard him Anthony Edwards has been playing amazing Cat has been playing like one of the best players in the NBA over the last final month and for that reason I do have the Timberwolves winning this game I think they will be the 1-7 seed uh, to beat the 8 seed and move on as the team that they were destined to be in terms of the standings. Now with the 9 and 10 seed, I have my team the New Orleans Pelicans playing the 10 seed Spurs as the Lakers have been eliminated. <laughs> I I can't tell you how happy I am about that. That that franchise is very annoying, and so I'm glad to hear them stop talking and complaining. But with that being said, you do have the Pelicans and Spurs. I'm assuming the Pelicans will win one more game this season or the Spurs will lose one more, one of the two, to uh, land the Pelicans as the home team in this game. Now, both of the teams are very hot going into this play-in game. They're 7-3 over their last 10 games, although neither of them are over 500 in their home or away games both of these teams are well under 500 but I think it's questionable the Pelicans are 19 and 21 at home while the Spurs are 18 and 22 and away I think this is one of the most even matchups in the playoffs completely but only one of these teams can go on to face the Clippers to decide the final spot and I'm gonna stick with the home team I'm gonna stick with the Pelicans uh i said home i don't live in new orleans but i'm gonna go with the pelicans i do think even though the spurs have played well against them in the regular season if they get brandon if they get brandon ingram back for this game i don't see anyone on the spurs who can guard him i think valanchunas has a field day with portal uh and it'll be basically the cj mccollum versus dejounte murray show most likely so i do have the pelicans winning this game i think the spurs could win this one but I'm gonna stick with the hometown team. I keep saying hometown team, but you know, there's a lot of bias that goes into rookie ball with the predictions. Now landing us with the final playing game to decide the eight seed, we do have the Clippers and the Pelicans. And you know what? I think that Herb Jones can guard Paul George very nicely. And with that being said, I don't see a world where the Clippers have the advantage on the Pelicans. I like the Pelicans winning this game And pretty handedly as well Uh, the Pelicans have a winning record against them this season they played very well against the LA teams and the Clippers aren't that great at home they're 23 and 16 so I personally do have the Pelicans winning this game also given that the Clippers are not too hot they're 4 and 6 of their last 10 although they have won their last three but the Pelicans as I said are 7 and 3 in their last 10 momentum might carry them to this into this game and It is not, and it's not talked about enough, but the Pelicans have almost had the same resurgence that the Celtics had in the second half of the season. The Pelicans found themselves as second to last in the Western Conference uh, following the first, like, two months of the season, and now they land themselves at the nine seed. So I think they are one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now, and they will go on to make the playoffs. Now, given that amazing run they've had in these playing games, They will have to face the Phoenix Suns in the first round and they will get obliterated by the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are by far the best team in the NBA. They're 63 and 17 right now. That could go all the way up to 65 wins. It's one of the most dominant teams I've seen since the 73 and nine Warriors and they will absolutely obliterate the Pelicans in four games. This would be a clean sweep. I could see a world where maybe the Pelicans pull off a miracle win. Uh, But the Suns will absolutely win this series in four games, in my opinion. I don't even think there needs to be a discussion about that. The Suns, as I said, 63-17. They're 32-8 at home, 31-9 away. It doesn't matter where they play. They are the most dominant team in the National Basketball Association. Now we have the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies going on against the number seven-seeded Timberwolves. Now I could definitely see an upset here. The Grizzlies record-wise look amazing. And they've proved with or without Ja Morant that they can be one of the best teams in the NBA. They're insanely deep. But I think I like the Timberwolves. Cat has been playing at a ridiculous level as of late. Uh, I think Anthony Edwards is able to guard Ja. Op- absolutely, he's one of the players that cannot be stopped but can be slowed down. Yeah, I I just like the way the Timberwolves have played this season. And Minnesota has had enough depression throughout their franchise for the past however many years and i think they need a win so i think i have minnesota winning this series now i do think it'll be a good series i have minnesota winning it in six but i could see a world definitely where memphis goes on to win and i have a definitely wrong prediction but i got minnesota now, the 3-4 and four seed can flip-flop along with the 5-6 and six seed, but I'm going to assume that it stays put where it is. Actually, you know what? I'm going to switch out the Jazz and Nuggets. I think the Denver Nuggets grab the number 5 seed, while the Utah Jazz grab the 6 seed to end the season. They're only separated by half a game right now, so I think that's where it'll land. So, in my predictions, that has the Warriors facing off against the Utah Jazz, and I think this is the best-case scenario for the Golden State Warriors. I definitely don't want to face the Nuggets if I'm Golden State. And so although I think Golden State is one of the weaker top three seeds, actually, in my opinion, the weakest top three seed in either conference, that they get lucky on the matchup. And I do think that they match up well against the Jazz. Uh, Obviously, Gobert will not be able to guard Curry, uh, and that is really the only defensive piece they have. Conley might be able to put some pressure on him, but Curry will just end up putting it down at the end of the day. Now, there is a possibility that Curry is too injured to play in the first game uh, or the first two games, and the Jazz could win it if that possibility happens. But I'm going to play with the assumption that Steph Curry plays every single game that happens. Now, this will be a seven-game series without a doubt, Uh, but I do have Golden State winning this game. I think they luck out in their first-round opponent in the Utah Jazz and they go on to win this because Curry just plays amazing and they are a very efficient home team at 31 and 10, while the Jazz are 19 and 21 under 500 as an away team. Now, the final first round matchup, I have the four seeded Mavericks and the my predicted five seed Denver Nuggets. This is an amazing series. Two of probably the top three MVP contenders with Jokic and Luka Doncic, uh, now, This could be big. The fact that the Mavericks will have home court advantage. They are slightly better at home at 27 and 12, but the Nuggets are still good away. They're 25 and 16 in away games. They're only 23 and 17 as a home team, so they are actually better as an away team. And I do think this comes down to the two stars who will play better between Jokic and Luka. Now, there is a possibility that Michael Porter Jr. could return for the playoffs and Jamal Murray possibly later in the playoffs. So if they go to win this series, there is a chance that they could get their big three back. And I think that will give them enough pressure, enough persuadance to pull off this series. This will be one of the best first round matchups in in the entire first round. And I think it will go to seven games. It'll be a completely grueling match every single game. But I do have the Nuggets pulling it off in seven games. I think Jokic is just too unstoppable. uh, And the Mavericks don't really have anyone that can match up with him too well. So So I do have the Denver Nuggets going on to win this series. Now that leaves us with the Suns going on to face the Denver Nuggets. I think that's an amazing matchup right there. But... I just think the Suns are too powerful. I don't see anyone in the NBA right now that can match up with the Suns that well. So I do have the Phoenix Suns going on to win this series. And I think it will be in like five to six games. I don't think this is going to be a seven game series. As unstoppable as Jokic is, I do think Aiton is a player that can slow him down a little bit. And I don't think the Nuggets have anyone that can slow down Booker or CP3 in a seven game series. Especially since they are the home team. So I do have the Suns winning this game series. I have them winning it in five. I'll go ahead and say five games. I think the Nuggets pull off one where Jokic goes absolute berserk mode. Then we have the matchup of the number seven seeded Timberwolves going up against the number three seeded Warriors. And you know what? A seven seed might make the conference finals this year because the Warriors... They got lucky with their first round matchup against the Jazz. And although they do get lucky again playing against the Timberwolves, I do think the Timberwolves are a slightly better team than the Utah Jazz. I know it doesn't say it in the standings, but I do personally think that the Timberwolves have a little more uh, better talent and, and more promising young players than the Utah Jazz do. So you know what? I have the Timberwolves beating the Warriors. I think Anthony Edwards has enough to slow down Curry and and Jordan Poole. So I do think that the Timberwolves will go on to win this series in a big upset. Uh, as I said, they are pretty efficient as an away team. They are better at home as most teams are, but they're a little more efficient than most teams uh, in the away column. So I do have the Timberwolves winning this. How many games? I do think because the Warriors are a three seed that this could go to six or seven games. I'm going to go ahead and predict six games. I just don't think the Western Conference uh, is as competitive as the Eastern Conference is. So I don't think there's as many seven game series in this one. Then the final matchup, the Suns get real lucky. They get to play the number seven seeded Timberwolves. And as I keep saying, I don't even think there needs to be much analysis on this. The Suns are obviously my favorite to win the whole thing this year. And they're going to beat the Timberwolves to match up. With the rematch of last year's finals yes we'll have a repeat finals in my predictions between the phoenix suns and the milwaukee bucks but i do think it will have a different ending this time around i do have the suns winning the nba finals getting their revenge from last season when the bucks beat them i just i like devin booker i think he's a dark horse as an mvp candidate for the rest of his career uh and chris paul deserves a ring at some point in his career to definitely cement his legacy as one of the best point guards of all time. So yes, the Suns will be holding on to that trophy at the end of the season. At the end of the playoffs, uh, the season is almost over. But the Suns will be holding on to that trophy at the end of the playoffs. In my predictions, let me know what you guys think. Who do you think will make it to the NBA Finals? What do you think the best series will be? In my opinion, I think it's going to be the Bucks versus Heat series, or possibly the Celtics and Bucks series. But with that being said, that is all the time we have for today's episode. I do hope you guys enjoyed and are ready for season three. I'm so excited to do all these episodes with you guys and continue this journey of rookie ball. So I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. And I will see you guys on Tuesday. And I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Get out of here!